What's up, guys? Welcome into the After Review Podcast with Austin Krewalt. That's your me. Uh, that's me, your host. So, yeah, let's go ahead and hit it. I got a lot of topics I want to discuss this week. Um, we got everything from the Packers and the Vikings, Buffalo Bills, and the Rams. Um, yeah, I mean, we got. I, I'm going to do this last. I'm going to uh, at the end of the podcast. I'm going to do the last call segment. We're going to discuss three players and three coaches who are maybe not on the hot seat, but they definitely have something to prove this year. So yeah, let's roll with it, guys. Uh, thank you for joining me. Whoever's joining me live, I see that you got. I got someone on there, but yeah, thank you for joining me live. Um, let's let's go ahead and hit it. So first off, let's start with the Thursday game. Josh Allen's a man, six five, two fifty. I I heard a lot of guys say this. He might not be the best quarterback in the league, but I think he's the most talented quarterback in the league. You know, we watched him pretty much just run over a linebacker. That's just incredible to watch. Um, I think the Bills are going to be it this year. I'm picking the Bills to win the Super Bowl right off the bat. I think they're the most complete team. I think they're the hungriest team. Um, their defense has been shored up. That's been a huge issue to them in the past. I think Josh Allen, if he can get over that that inconsistency, inconsistency that he can have, um, remember that game in Jacksonville that the other Josh Allen, I think uh, the Jacksonville's, I think I don't think he was a rookie. I think he was a second-year player. Um, but the other, their defensive lineman um, sacked him two, three times, may have picked him off a couple of times. Um but that, you know, that guy had an MVP like performance just for the one game. But yeah, if Josh Allen can get over, just, just get over that small bit of inconsistency, he's going to be fantastic. Um, but yeah, I think, I, like I said, I think the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl, man. I think they're the best team. I think they're the most complete team. I think Gabe, uh, Gabriel Davis, their wide receiver number two, is finally coming to his own. And he's been awesome, you know, watching him. He absolutely um, dominated the Rams defense. He found a lot of uh, holes. And their coverage. Um, let's go and hit the Rams. They got issues. Uh, you know, this I don't think this is an overreaction to say that they got issues. You know, their offensive line does not look good. Matt Stafford, for whatever, you know, whatever he was doing. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that little sidearm pass that he tried to do um to Cooper Cup and ended up getting intercepted. I don't, there's no need to be cute, man. Just stay in the pocket, deliver your throws. Um Matt Stafford looked terrible. I I don't think, you know, I, I don't think that's indicative of the rest of their season, but, you know, there needs to be a serious conversation with him. Um, you know, I, I know that he had elbow surgery in the off season. I know that, or I don't think, I don't know if he had elbow surgery or not, um, but I know, you know, he had something going on with his arm uh, that, you know, there was kind of an inconsistency issue there, but there's no need to be cute, man. You know, you you're you're not playing you're not playing the Jacks you're not playing the Texans who actually you know that I'll say this you know they both of those teams looks pretty decent um, you know even a team like the New York Giants who we a lot of people just wrote off I mean they beat the Tennessee Titans uh, we're gonna hit that later but you're you're not playing some four four and thirteen team man just complete the ball you know get the ball to your wide receivers get the ball to your playmakers um, you know you're not Josh Allen you're not Patrick Mahomes I know. That, you know, before they were, you know, Josh on Patrick Mahomes, you were the guy, um, you know, one of the more talented players in the league. But just, just, just stand in the ball, just stand in the pocket, deliver the ball where you're supposed to. Um, their offensive line does not look good. They have problems. Their offensive line does not look good at all. Um, Allen Robinson, I mean, what happened there? I mean, he had a garbage time target, uh, you know, late in the game. And he, I think he had another target. I think he had two targets the entire game. Allen Robinson was one of the better wide receivers. He, I mean, he's a very capable wide receiver too, in my opinion. But 
uh, we didn't get any production from him. The actually, ironically, the guy who I'm playing in fantasy this week or played in fantasy, I won. Um, actually had Cam Akers, so that was a that's a W for me. It's a W for me, boys. Um, but yeah, so Rams. I mean that that's not good. I, you got to see more from that from a Super Bowl winning team. Um, you know, I, I know they kind of caught fire at the end of last year. Um, I, I don't think they caught lightning in the bottle personally. I think Sean McVay is a good head coach, and I think he will get them back to where they need to be. But I don't see them repeating as Super Bowl champions. Um, I'm going to skip a couple games. Uh, you, you know, I don't have much to say about the Ravens and the Jets. Um, uh, there's been, there's been some things that came out that apparently I think Lamar Jackson said that he turned down a six-year, two hundred ninety million dollar deal with $160 million guaranteed. Let me just say this. He should have taken the deal, man. He should have just taken that deal. I think he's crazy to play on a fifth-year, uh, the fifth-year deal that he's on right now. Um, I think he's insane to play on that. If it was me, I know I'm not an NFL player by any far stretch of the imagination. But if it was me, I would not be playing. Um, you know, I think that's why you have an agent. You know, with a guy like Lamar Jackson, you know, the backstory, you know, he, he is, he's been, he was in contract negotiations last contract negotiations last year. He's in contract negotiations again, and they stopped right before right before the season started. And he said, "You know, I'm going to trust him, get the deal done." You're not going to get Deshaun Watson money, nor should you, just because I think I said this last podcast. Just because the Browns, who are, you know, for the for the record, I mean, a dumpster fire of an organization. They've they've almost never had success. They've been continually bad. You know, I, sorry sorry to all the Browns fans, um, but they're terrible. They're bad. And, and just because, you know, you know, let's say, uh, you know, let's say I go, go to the car lot, um, put down hundred thousand dollars for a 2021 Ford for uh, Toyota four runner. Well, if they sell it to me for hundred thousand dollars and the car is worth 44. Why should the next guy come and have to pay hundred thousand dollars for a vehicle that's only worth 44,000? It, it doesn't make sense. You know, the Lamar Jackson should, is, they don't need to expect Deshaun Watson money. He got what 233, 231, 236, 230, 230 something million dollars guaranteed. Like, you're not going to get that money, nor should you. We're going to reset the entire quarterback market again and again and again. And, you know, most of the time the quarterback market resets and goes up, you know, a few million dollars as it should. Well, they're paying Deshaun Watson a stupid amount of money. Just because they make a bad decision doesn't mean a team in their division needs to make a bad financial decision as well. It doesn't make sense. Not only that, you know, I love Lamar Jackson. I think he's a great guy. Um, I think he's, I think he's way too much of a nice guy to, to be making a good decision. But the the Ravens should not, they should not have to pay him Lamar uh, Deshaun Watson money. That that's just out of the realm of common sense. Um, the Jets, I mean, the Jets, I, I, they're screwed. Um, you know, they're starting Joe Flacco. Uh, I think for the next three weeks, I think uh, Zach Zach. Zach Wilson is out until week four. I mean, I don't know what to say there, honestly. I think they're in a bad situation. I think they're in a very bad situation. And I think Robert Saul is probably going to lose his head, his head coaching job um, either this year, at the end of this year or next year. I think they'll probably give him one more year, um, but they definitely got some problems down there, up there in New York. Uh, but um, let's go to uh, let's go and hit the Los Angeles uh, Los Angeles Chargers and the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, Devontae Adams, man, still solid, still still a great wide receiver, still arguably one of the best wide receivers in the game. Uh, I think he's number one right now, but also think he was number one because he had the best quarterback in the league. Um, 
man, the, I mean, what else can you say about Justin Herbert guys making some incredible passes? Uh, I watched, I watched about half of that game. Um, I don't have too much to say about it, but just saying, you know, Justin Herbert looked phenomenal. Justin Herbert looked continue just is continuously just top notch player. Um, I think he finishes top three, four in the league this year, you know, unarguably, you know, inarguably top three, four quarterback. I know that he was top five last year. It's pretty, I mean, moving up a spot, you know, let's say, you know, you're the fifth best quarterback last year and you're the third best quarterback this year. The guys that you're beating out are, it's not like you're just beating out Trevor Lawrence to be, you know, a top 10 quarterback. You're not beating out Derek Carr. You're not beating out, you know, Russell Wilson, even you're beating out guys who are Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. So if you, if you can jump up one of those spots, I think he, I think by the end of the year, I think, I think it's, I think, you know, he moves up a spot ahead of Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to drop just because of the rookie court, you know, rookie wide receivers. Um, and I think, I think he's better than, I think at the end of the year, it's Josh Allen and or Patrick Mahomes, number one. Um, I think you'll want a one B with them. And then I think it's Justin Herbert. Yeah. I think that's your one, two, three. Um, I think by the end of the year, you kind of, you know, like, all right, you know, Aaron Rodgers top four, top five, top six, somewhere in that range. Um, but I think, you know, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and then Justin Herbert, they're going to be no, number one, two, and three. Um, let's, I mean, the Raiders didn't have much to say with them. Derek Carr's just got to not throw picks, man. Um, you know, you have, I mean, you just, you have a, a cast of, you know, uh, supporting players around you. Um, Hunter Renfro is one of the best slot, slot receivers in the game right now. Um, their tight end, Darren Waller, is fantastic. He's one of the best pass catching tight ends. Um, I think you have Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller, number one, number two, for the best pass catching tight ends. I know Mark Andrews is really good for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, and then, of course, you have Devontae Adams. Uh, and Josh Jacobs is pretty good. He's a great, I think he's a solid, um, I don't think he's a superstar, but I think he's a very solid running back. So I think you just got to not turn the ball over, get the ball in the, your hands of your playmakers. Their connection looks great as ever. Um, I think by the end of the first drive that they had, you know, they kick a field goal. At the end of that drive, um, I think they had, I think Devontae Adams had three receptions for 54 yards, 55 yards, something like that. Uh, excuse me. I don't know if anyone likes these, but the uh, seltzer waters are fantastic. Um, but not to, uh, uh, you know, hopefully one, one day get sponsored. Sponsorship, that'd be pretty sick. Um, but no, I think, I think the Raiders are going to be good. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hit on them a little later when I start talking about the Broncos. I, I, I can't wait to talk about the Broncos and Seahawks. Um, I've got that one geared up ready in my back pocket. Um, but I think the Raiders going to be good, man. I, I think they're going to be solid. Josh McDaniels, they did some creative things on that, you know, that offense that I actually really, really liked. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to see what happens. Uh, let's go ahead and hit some other, some other games. I'm going to skip over games. You know, I don't have much to say about, you know, the Jags commanders, Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz is talented. There's no, I mean, there's, that's never been a question with Carson Wentz. That's never, ever been a question with Carson Wentz. Everyone knows he's talented. Uh, you know, he's, he's big, he's strong. He's a little injury prone. Um, but the last two teams, I, I'll say this about Carson Wentz, the last two teams are going to get him out of the building fast enough. So I think that says a lot. If the last two teams that, you know, they're, they're doing everything they can. I mean, Howie Roseman, I mean, he couldn't get him out of the building fast enough. You know, pretty much threw him under the bus for the Eagles. And then, oh, man, I can't remember. Uh, Jim Irsay for the Colts. I, I mean, how much 
can you crap on the guy? Um, you know, he literally, he blamed Carson Wentz for the, the, um, I'll say this. Yeah. I'm going to say this really quickly. He blamed Carson Wentz for the complete, you know, like the shambles that their season turned into. How much you blame your head coach, man? What's your head coach one? I understand that he hasn't had good quarterbacks. He doesn't had great quarterback play. I, I mean, I'll say this, you know, you, you, I mean, Frank Reich, you got to do something, man. You got to do something. And you sit there and harp on, you know, he doesn't have a good quarterback. He doesn't have a quarterback. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan made it to the Super Bowl and the NFC Championship with Jimmy freaking Garoppolo. And I would say, I mean, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is a better quarterback than Carson Wentz, just at the end of the day. Um, I, I think he's a better, let me say this, I don't think he's a more talented quarterback. I think he plays better within the confines of their offense. But at some point, man, he's a, he's an offensive head coach. I mean, you got to do something, you know, you had Phillip rivers, you made the playoffs, you lost um, pretty much immediately. You had Carson Wentz couldn't make the playoffs at some point. When is it not on the quarterback and when is it on the head coach? That's, that's all I'm saying about Frank, Wright. You know, I think he's had plenty enough time to prove that he's actually a great offensive coordinator. Um, that he's sorry, not offensive coordinator, but he's a great offensive mind. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Doesn't 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 really ring a lot of bells for me to hand the ball off to Jonathan Taylor, let him get, you know, what, a 1600, 1700, 1800 yards of rushing. It, that doesn't you know, that that's, you know, good for you. You make the right decision. Um, let's go in the Patriot Dolphins. I think the Patriots are some serious trouble. I think the Patriots are. I mean, they are. I mean, they, they're up a tree without a ladder right now. Um why, why would, I mean, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not claiming to know more than uh, Bill Belichick, but why would you not go get a good offensive coach? I mean, you have two guys who are pretty much, I mean, a clown show. They, they ran, you know, the, I mean, New York could not get Joe judge out of there fast enough. And the lions, man, Matt, Patricia, I mean, I don't know if anyone remembers that, but he is telling you know, he was telling reporters to sit up straight, straight in their chairs when he looks like a homeless dude, you know, disheveled mess. I mean, come on, man. Let's not be a fraud. But, the, I mean, Detroit couldn't get him out of there fast enough. New York couldn't get Joe Judge out of there fast enough. And that's who your offensive line and your offensive coordinator or coach are? You know, at some point, man, I understand, you know, he's he's the greatest coach of our era. He's the greatest coach ever. But I think the writing's on the wall. I think after this season, I don't know if I, – I don't think he's going to get fired. I, I think he has way too much equity, that organization, to get fired. But I, I think he moves to a different role. You know, perhaps he moves to, like, an official GM role and they actually hire a head coach. I'll say this. I don't know if I would want Bill Belichick as my GM. He's had a terrible track record drafting wide receivers. I mean, uh, who was their – wide receiver that they drafted who was just i can't remember his name but he they drafted that wide receiver a couple years ago um and he was a great blocking wide receiver and that's about all he was good for um obviously the name will come to me later but uh oh Nikhil harry yeah they drafted Nikhil harry great you know blocking wide receiver yeah you know what i pay a wide receiver to do is catch the football sorry thanks um but yeah i've drafted a wide receiver to catch the football not to not to block a you know a linebacker coming down on a blitz. Just get out of here, man. Uh, Mike McDaniel's for the the Dolphins. I thought some of what they did was cute, man. Thought with some of the day was cute. Uh, 
I still don't think Tua is the guy. I still don't think that. You know, I could be very wrong after this season, but I'll say this, man. And when I say, do I think Tua is the guy, is do I think they get to the playoffs? Sure. I think they could probably get to the playoffs. I think they could be a wild card team. We'll see. Um, you know, think about the teams that you're – but I, you know, I'll say this. Think about the teams that you're competing with in the AFC. Um, I'm going to go, you know, just let's hit division winners. Josh, you know, Josh on the Bills, division winner. So I'm, you know, you got seven teams. So you got Josh Allen, AFC West. I'm going to go uh, the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are just going to win the division. They're just going to be good, man. Um, AFC South, I think the Titans are going to win that division. Um, I know they just lost, but it's hard to be. It's week one, man. Um, and then the AFC North, I think the Ravens win that division. So there's your four, four teams. The wildcard teams, Bengals. And then I could go the Chargers. And then we're looking for one more wildcard team. So are the Miami Dolphins better than the Raiders? Is That's the question I have. Are the Miami Dolphins better than the Raiders? The only thing that might give them is that they could beat up on the New York Jets. And they could probably beat the, they could sweep the Patriots and they could sweep the Jets. That's four division wins right there. I think that's the only thing that could save them. And I think if they're going to make the playoffs, I think they're going to have to sweep those two teams. Because I tell you what, the Bills are going to kick their butt. Up, down, left, right, up the field. The, the, I feel like the Bills are probably going to win 14, 15 games at the end of the season. And I think the only reason they'll drop a couple games is not because they're the worst team. They're they're not as good as the team that they're playing. I think it's because they just don't, they're not going to try. I think if you have a great team, you're going to drop a couple games here and there. But I, I don't know if the Miami Dolphins, I mean, they could make the playoffs theoretically, but who are they going to beat out? Who are they better than? And if they get to the playoffs, I, I mean, they do some cute offensive things, but are they really better than the Raiders? Are they better than the – I mean, they're not – they're definitely not better than I, – I say this, I'm not high in the Broncos, but they're definitely not better than the Chargers. The Chargers would dog walk them. They're definitely not better than the Chiefs. I mean, by God, I mean, the Chiefs would beat them by 35 points. I could see that game easily being, you know, 42-7 to 7 at the end of the game. That could, I think the Chiefs would absolutely crush them. I just don't think two is the guy. I think, you know, I think, you know, his comp, you know, kind of has been Drew Brees. The chances of, you know, Tua Tagovailoa being Drew Brees are slim to none. He's not the same guy. Just just let him be Tua. Um, so I think, you know, and I say this, I was, I was talking to a couple of friends last night. You know, I think what tells is more telling than anything else is who, why, like if, if they think he's the guy, why have they tried to get rid of him so many times? I mean, they, they about sold the farm for Deshaun Watson. And they've been talking to, they were talking to Tom Brady last year. So if, if they don't believe that he's the guy, why should I believe he's the guy? But, you know, that said, let's just continue. Let's just roll in. Um, Colts and Texans, man, Matt Ryan looked old. I, I don't know what that, what that's going to spell, but Matt Ryan, man, he did not look good. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I say that. He looked old. He didn't look good. Well, you know, up until like the midway through the third quarter, he started he started playing really well. Um, I'm interested to see what happens there. I I think there could be a playoff team, but I don't know. It's hard to tell week one. Um, Texans, man. I know Davis Mills. You know, um, I, I I don't know if the organization necessarily believes in him, but I don't. I see talent there, and I I mean he's a smart guy. Stanford Stanford grad. Um, I see talent. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. I, I see talent. You know, I see the possibility of actually doing something. Uh, Eagles and Lions. Let's go and hit that real quick. 
man, it's really hard to get hyped about the Lions. I'm obviously I'm a Packers fan. I got all this Packers gear right here. It's hard to get hyped about the Lions. I think they could actually be pretty decent this year. I think they could win seven, eight games. I think it's just going to be hard for them just to just to be great in that division. I think at the end of the day, you're going to have that Packers and Aaron Rodgers. They're going to find a way to win 10, 11 games. I think it's just it's just it's they have a winning championship DNA. Um, the Vikings, I, I see the Vikings. I don't know if I'm going to pull back yet and see the Vikings could win the division, but, and this is, this is not going to be an overreaction where I'm going to freak out um, and say the Vikings are going to win the division, but I think that they could be very viable. I think at the end, I think at the end of the day, it's going to come down to the last two weeks of who's going to win that division. But yeah, I mean, I think you just, you're going to have so many, so much talent, and the other two teams in the division, the Bears, I know they beat the San Francisco 49ers. I still think they're going to be terrible. You're playing in a monsoon. It's very hard to get. I, I'm not going to give an evaluation on Trey Lance. I'm not going to give an evaluation on Justin Fields. I'll say this. Justin Fields looked like a more talented quarterback. And I think that's that's inarguable to say. The guy came from Ohio State. You know, he was he came from Georgia, Ohio State. He is 6'4", 6'5"-ish, you know, 235. Um, he's a big dude. He, I think that's something that's kind of undervalued about Justin Fields is he actually is really he's a big big guy. Um, and in the NFL, just big bodies succeed. You know, if you're a bigger dude, you just it's just easier for you to succeed because you're not going to get hurt. Longevity is a real thing in the NFL. Um, but I'm going to wait to evaluate the Eagles and count Jalen Hurts. It's really hard to want to give an evaluation on them week one. They're such an unknown commodity. I'll say this. Uh, I pretty much think, you know, as crazy as the sounds, yeah, I think they got division locked up now. You know, uh, Dak Prescott, you know, it's my fight. Let's talk about that. Dak Prescott. Yeah. The Cowboys are screwed. Um, hope they, uh, hope rush is a, a good backup quarterback. Cause they are, yeah, they are screwed big time. Um, Mike McCarthy, man, you better pull some out of your butt or he is on the fast track to lose his job. I, I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm not one of the people who think Mike McCarthy was the village idiot when he was with the Packers, but all I got to say, man, is that they, uh, you know, I get I get it. You know, um, the Kyle Shanahan offense is great for Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers won back-to-back MVPs. We won 39 games in the last three years. You know, we haven't had much success in the playoffs, but you know what? A lot of teams don't. And we went we two and three in the playoffs. It is what separates the great quarterbacks from, um, you know, legendary quarterbacks, but I definitely think Matt LaFour, you know, has about our, at least about our offensive scheme. Um, there's been a lot of upgrades since Matt LaFour has been the head coach compared to Mike McCarthy. Um, you know, defense is looking better and that's, you know, I, I get it. You know, that's, you know, he's not the defensive play caller. Matt LaFour isn't, but you know, it's got to start somewhere, but Mike McCarthy, I think he's in some serious trouble right now. Um, if they win six games, uh, they, they didn't look good before uh, Dak Prescott got hurt. So they're not going to look good at all. Their offensive line is a huge problem. Um, CD Lamb, you gotta catch some more balls in that man. I watched two or three drops that he had bounce right off his hands. Um, that that's an issue. That's a very serious issue right now. So that said, I think the Eagles got the division locked up. Um, I don't really have too much for the Browns and the Panthers beyond uh man, I am very happy. <laughs> it made me chuckle. Like Baker Mayfield's not good. Um I I love oh man, I love being right about stuff. I absolutely love being right about things. And I said a while ago, um, I think Baker Mayfield is, I just don't think he's that great. Um, and, uh, you know, I will say this, I kind of took the the Browns to win. 
or sorry, I took the Panthers to win week one. Um, I was, was kind of like, man, you know, Baker Mayfield could come and play pretty well, uh, you know, in a, in a revenge game. Um, yeah, I was wrong. I was wrong big time. Um, <laughs> I was wrong big time about that one. Um, you know, we had three big players, the three players that really kind of were co- talked about coming for revenge games. Um, and, uh, you know, Zedary Smith was playing against the Packers. There's some stuff that came out. Um, I think he's just an overreaction. I think uh, the only thing bigger than Zedary Smith's ego is Zedary Smith. Um, he's a big, he's a big dude. But, uh, yeah, I man, that was uh, that was pretty funny. I'll give him that. You know, Miles um, Garrett is a man. That's a beast. I think by the end of the year, he'll be the best player, um, the best defensive player in the NFL. I think he's finally going to knock off that uh, spot from Aaron Donald. Um, you know, I, I say this. So let's go ahead and actually, I want to talk about this next. Um, you know, former NFL defensive player of the year last year and TJ Watt, man, what a, that sucks. That sucks. That, that kills your whole season right there. Um, you know, any chance that you had to get the season going in momentum, you know, your best pass rusher, arguably, you know, top two, three pass, pass rush in the NFL tied. Uh, Michael Strahan's sack record with 22 and a half sacks last year. They're in some big trouble. You know, they, that's really the way they're all, their defense runs is they have a lot of great pieces, but man, you have Minka on the back end and then you have TJ Watt just torturing quarterbacks on the, the front end. And now all of a sudden, I mean, they have a good defensive line with or without him, but TJ is the playmaker and it looks like he torn his peck. He tore his peck or something. Um, I'm very interested to see what happens with that. I haven't really got any news. I haven't checked any news yet with that. Um, but that's a huge issue for them. That is a huge, huge issue. And I just feel bad for the Steelers. Feel bad for Mike Tomlin. Uh, feel bad for TJ Watt. You know, he's an upstanding dude. You know, um, outstanding, incredible player. But that's a huge issue for them right now. Um, so that said, you know, I, you know, um, I think it's time to put Kenny Pickett in, ride the season. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I say this, um, you know, a couple of years ago, as Kenny Pickett's gonna get. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, let me let me rephrase this. Kenny Pickett is as ready as Kenny Pickett is gonna get. He has had, you know, in game snaps. I mean, he. I mean, I mean, by God, I mean, how many more NFL? I mean, in game snaps has he had more than Trey Lance? Then even a guy. I mean, it's you're talking about a guy, you know, like Baker Mayfield. Fifth year starter, you know, played thirty different places. Um, he's gonna, he's as ready as he's gonna get. You know, Mac Jones. You know, there's a there's a wide gap between Mac Jones and Kenny Pickett for the amount of starts that they got in college. So just play the kid, put the kid in there, and ride or die with the guy that you drafted in the first round. He wasn't a first round talent. Everyone knew that, and you picked him up. And you got him in the first round. So ride with your boy. Um, Talking about let's ride, you know, I'm so excited to talk about this game. Um, I've always been, I, I, I like Russell Wilson, um, as a player. I think he is just, he's just a weird dude, man. He's just a cheesy guy. And, uh, I don't know if some of you guys caught that video of him running out from the practice facility and he's like fake high-fiving people. And, and when I say fake high-fiving people, he's there, they don't even exist. The people aren't even there. You know, he's, he's got his hands out and he's running. Um, you know, yesterday he was standing in the middle of the field with his eyes closed, like just soaking in the moment. That dude's just weird, man. 
The dude is just strange. And the best thing about this is they lost. They lost. And these are, all right, I'll, I'll give my, my biggest takeaway from the Broncos and the Seahawks game, man. You know what's crazy about this? The Seahawks look well coached. You know, the Broncos didn't look like, the, the Broncos looked like an NBA team. They look like a player-led player organization. Sloppy as crap. Ton of penalties. I mean, I was I watched the whole game. I was driving home from Charlotte last night, uh, listening to the game when I got home. Um, I watched the rest, the, the rest of it, the pretty much the entire fourth quarter. Um, I don't remember how many yards they had, but I knew by the you know middle of third, late you know late third quarter, they had over 100 yards of penalties. They gifted the Seahawks 100 yards of penalties. You know how many of those turned into first downs? A lot, a lot of them. Now, I think it was like three or four there, you know, false start penalties, automatic five yards. So that's 20 yards off the board right there. So you're talking, you know, and I watched, um, I think there was two or three that were pass interference, perhaps. I think there was one that was roughing the passer. I mean, man, you got to get off the field. But is, is Nate Hackett just going to be the guy all of a sudden? Is Nate Hackett going to come in there and change that organization? You know, Nate Hackett, Russell Wilson, he said he wanted a partnership. He said he wanted a partnership. So if you want a partnership with Nate Hackett, and this is, I love getting fired up about this stuff because I think it's hilarious. You know, you, Russell Wilson wanted to be the guy. Russell Wilson wants to be the guy. And he wants the same, the same voice and the same control as guys like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and Peyton Manning. You know what? You know who's on a different level than Russell Wilson? Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and Peyton freaking Manning. Peyton Manning has five MVPs. Aaron Rodgers has four MVPs. Tom Brady has God knows how many Super Bowls. And he's got, I think he's got three MVPs and seven Super Bowls. And four of those are Super Bowl MVPs. Dude, dude, you're not on the same level of those guys. And it's not because you were held back by your coach. Because you know what? The Seahawks looked well coached last night. Now, I get it. That is Pete's probably Super Bowl. That is Pete's biggest game of the year. And he came out there. He knew everything about Russell Wilson. He knew exactly how he played. But the Seahawks looked really well coached. Geno Smith played very well, under control. Um, you know, he did. He he excelled within his system, and that's all you can ask a guy like Geno Smith to do. But the Seahawks looked well coached. Pete had them boys ready to go. Pete had them ready. And the Broncos again. I get it. First year head coach. Matter of fact, there you go. I, so I, I misspoke earlier. I said I'm pretty sure all the uh, first the first year head coaches won. I was wrong. Nate Hackett lost. Thank you. I, I get it. He came from Green Bay. I'm a big Green Bay guy. Um, but, and, and this is more about Russell Wilson than it is more about Nate Hackett. But, you know, the Seahawks, they looked ready to go. They looked like they were ready to play. And they, they played physical on defense. Their special teams was awesome. And their offense was good. Their offense was passable. They did the right things. They made the right reads. You know, they... The play calling was really good. I loved their play calling on offense. But it was safe, conservative, without being boring. Or actually, let me phrase this. It was <clears throat> it was boring and safe without being super conservative. So that, that was the nice thing is they got yards. But you know what also happened is there's so many penalties on the Broncos. They just kept getting free yards, free yards. Just keep going up the field. But that's the big thing that I saw with the Broncos. It's, dude, you want a player-led organization, you want a player-led team, go play in the NBA. That's not how the NFL works, bro. I mean, I, is Russell Wilson so egocentric and, and about Russell Wilson that 
he wants to be in charge, dude, you're not Peyton Manning. You're not, you're not even Aaron Rodgers. So like in that league, you have Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has one Super Bowl. He's been to one. You know, I get it. Russell Wilson's been to two Super Bowls. He doesn't have any MVPs. He doesn't have, he's never got a single vote. And Rodgers has four MVPs. And you got to give Aaron Rodgers this credit is he's been to five NFC championships now. And, but he, Russell Wilson is in the same stratosphere as Aaron Rodgers. And he thinks he wants to be the guy. That's awesome. Be the guy. But they look sloppy. They looked like they were not in control. They were not in control. They had what? They had three red zone turnovers, I think. Either it was two. Yeah, they were 0 3 in the red zone. Uh, I think one of those was just a fourth down stop. I might be wrong. But they had two fumbles in the red zone. I mean, by God, Nate, work on some ball security drills with your players. It's not like you're it's not like you're going to go up against the Legion of Boom here. You're going up against a Pete Carroll led defense, which is by I mean, gotta give them credit. They, the boys are ready. They were good defense. But work on some ball security drills, man. I I, I loved every minute of that game. I loved absolutely every minute of that game because that's that shows like what works in the NFL. And Russell Wilson knows what works in the NFL. Like, guess who got him that Super Bowl? It was not him. It wasn't. He's a second year player. It's not like he's throwing 42 touchdowns and 10 picks that year. You know, he he was a talented player. He was a good player. He really helped get them to their second Super Bowl, which they lost. But Pete Carroll, man, Pete Carroll in that defense got him there. Pete Carroll won in college. Pete Carroll won, wins in the NFL. You know, and it's a collaboration. I get it. You know, it's kind of a collaboration between the two players, you know, the, between the coach and the player. But man, let the players play and let the coaches coach. And a player-led organization, it just it looks exactly like that. Sloppy offense, sloppy, sloppy offense, sloppy defense, turnover prone offense. That that Nate Hackett did not have them boys ready. I understand that they lost by one point. The, the, the Denver Broncos went into the Seahawks Stadium and got manhandled. They got manhandled. And you can tell that there was a gap, a massive gap between the coaching. Between Pete Carroll and I get it, he probably might not have his NFL job by the end of this year because they just have a good division, and he might they might win five games the rest of the year. They might go six and there's what six, they might go six and eleven. But I tell you what, they won their Super Bowl and they beat Russell Wilson. And I'll say this, man, that was one of the best parts of the night is just you know watching Russell Wilson walk onto the field and the booze. You know, stay stay classy. You know, I I, I hate that. You know, it's that's not classless. The guy, the guy pretty much, you know, gave him the double middle fingers and left. And I get it, you know, him and Pete needed a divorce. They needed to separate, but this is what this is what Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson wanted. Just saying. This is what they wanted. So he got what he wanted. And he gets two, three turnovers and 110, 120 yards of penalties. So enjoy that, Russell Wilson. Really hope it works out for you. You know, um, I just think it's funny. And I, I, you know what? And I'll say this, you know, I think, who, you know, who's the better team in that division? Uh, the Chiefs, Chargers, and I, the Raiders. Because at the end of the day, I think Josh McDaniels is a better head coach than Nate Hackett. I mean, I think Josh McDaniels is going to have those boys ready when they play the Broncos. And if the Broncos win, it's not going to be because they are better coached. Just saying. Um, so let's go ahead and hit that last call segment. I think I, I know we're... We're a little over than we typically do. Um, so I want to hit three players 
who are three quarterbacks who really have something to prove this year, and then three head coaches who have really have something to prove this year. Um, I'm going to start off with the first tandem. Is uh, I, I think you know the first the first guy is going to be Pete Carroll. The head coach has really got something to prove this year. Pete Carroll's resume speaks for himself, but I think he's definitely kind of on the hot seat. Uh, I think after this year, if they win six games, he might lose his job. Um, and I think by honestly about losing his job, I think he might get transitioned to a different role within the organization. But he's 70 years old, man. I mean, I think he turned 70 or just turned 71. At the end of the year, I, I just I think he's just old, man. He's just getting old. And I think it's about time to retire for him. Um, but and when I say he, I think he's got something to prove. I think he's proven enough, but he wants to prove can I win without Russell Wilson? And honestly, as much crap as I'm talking about Russell Wilson, I don't really think he can. I and and I don't think you know, I don't think any head coach could really win without a good quarterback, not in that division. Um, you know, I, I think Kyle Shanahan really did well because he is Kyle Shanahan, he's a great offensive play caller, he's a great offensive schematic, he's a schematic genius. Um, their run zone game is just incredible to watch. It's a lot of fun to watch as an NFL fan, but I think Pete Carroll's got a lot of a lot to prove, and I think he just doesn't prove it by the end of the year. Um, what's going to hit another coach is uh, Robert Sala. Robert Sala's year two head coach. Uh, he's in big trouble right now. Um, does he make it to year three? Is the question I'm going to ask. Um, and I, I, I said that he probably make it to year three. Does he make it to year four? If he has another losing season, which is crazy as it sounds, I'm already kind of writing them off for this season. I mean, they're not better than the they're not better than Miami um, Dolphins, and they're definitely not better than the Bills. So, are they just going to lose? Are they just going to have another four or five win season? Um, and he gets to keep his job? I don't think so. Um, they might, you know, they might win four or five games this year, keeps his job. But if he they do it again, they're out. He, he's he's out of there. Uh, I think that it's time for them to go find a good offensive head coach, but yeah. So I, I you know, I got Pete Carroll, got Robert Sala. Um, man, it, it's, I'll, I'll say this. There's a lot of coaches that are in a really good position. Um, honestly, man, I think probably the last head coach I'm going to say is Bill Belichick. And I don't think he has anything left to prove from his standpoint, but I think this is the year for him. Um, and I'm, I'm fine with these predictions being way off. I'm sure I'm going to be way off probably one or three for these predictions, but I think by the end of this year, he loses, he loses his position as a head coach. Um, I think he transitions to a different role within the company, uh, or sorry, not within the company, but within the organization. Um, and I think that pretty much wraps it up, uh, for his, you know, his, his head coaching tenure at the new England Patriots. But let's go ahead and hit three quarterbacks that have something improved. The first one I'm going to hit, I mean, it's the, it's the easy money, man. Tua Tagovailoa. You got to do something this year, man. You absolutely got to do something this year. Um, and if he doesn't do something this year, I think he's in. I mean, he's. they've tried to trade him several years now. Several, several times that they have tried to get rid of him, trade him. Yeah, he's got to do something. He's got to, as a make or break a year for him. Um, I think Mitch Trubisky. Uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers, this is a good year for him to prove it, man. Prove it, you know. Uh, I think he made it to the playoffs twice as the Bears. Is Matt Nagy really the village idiot, or was Mitch Trubisky the guy that was kind of bringing the organization down? I think it's a little bit of both, in my opinion. Um, but because I watched Mitch Trubisky play, I'm a Packers fan, I've watched him play 100 times. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens with that. I think he's got a really good opportunity to prove. And I think the last but not least is Geno Smith, man. Geno Smith has got a great opportunity to come in here, play and show that he's a, Hey, I'm a, you know, I can be anywhere from 20 to 25, you know, the 20, 20th to 25th best quarterback in the NFL. I don't think he's going to crack the top 20. I just don't think that, but I think he's got a good opportunity to show, Hey man, I can throw 21 touchdowns and 12 picks this year. You know, I don't think he's going to have every game is going to look like last, you know, last night, but I think he can show, you know, I, Hey, listen guys, like I'm not great. I'm not Aaron Rodgers, not Tom Brady. Um, you know, I mean, I'm not even, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not even, you know, someone else in that, you know, Derek Carr, um, not even Jimmy Garoppolo, but I'm passable. And I can, I can be the bridge guy. Um, so hopefully, I mean, I say this, you know, kudos to Geno Smith. I think he's a good dude. Um, so hopefully, uh, no, he had some incidents um, in New York, but uh, hopefully, you know, he, I think he can just prove to be a passable backup quarterback and hopefully get a, you know, a, five and a half million dollar check next next year um but i think that's pretty much all you know i'm gonna say for the last call segment you know you got three uh three head coaches three players who are kind of on the hot seat or maybe got some to prove um for next year sorry for the remainder of the season possibly next year but uh yeah thank you guys for joining the after review podcast and um like i said you know give it as usual just give it you know 12 13 hours and i will download this on spotify as well all right guys you have a great day thank you Thank <laughs> you.